2: rami Makloff is a pompous ass tcl is a proud sponsor of the
3: score north studios tcl america's fastest growing tv brand One, two, three, four. it's mackie and judd with rami. with rami write that down write that down I, I don't have a pencil well remember that
0: write this down write this down write it down you like writing things down yeah,
2: all sports talk shows make predictions. We're the only ones who keep track of it. Mackie and Judd with Rami on the all-new Score North on 1500. ScoreNorth.com and the Score North mobile app every Friday at this time. We write things down and then uh, check on those things and see if they came true later, but not before Phil Mackey. We check and see if the things that we wrote down and predicted
0: in the past actually come to fruition in the accountability session. And uh, not that many things came off the board this time around. We had a bloodbath a few weeks ago where we had like 23 incorrect predictions (sighs) or something. Uh, So it wasn't quite that bad. But before we dive into the accountability session, I was just told by our promotions guru, Ross Brendel, yes, that the Bombas, 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 e Bombus shirts are the hot sellers here, along with All Arise. Yes. And we might even start running short of those by the end of the weekend or Monday or Tuesday. We, we, we would order more, but just like, if you're at the fair, you're hanging out here, you got a Bombus Bombas, Bombas shirt right here, Still awesome repping. Like Which, you guys are both wearing like the same style shirt You've got baseball. She didn't even realize it. She just pointed <laughs> it out to them. They didn't know. <laughs> um, and so, uh, yeah, come on out. You can, you can. Uh, the All Arise shirts, all proceeds will go to his favorite charity, the That's Ronald awesome. McDonald House, and uh, you can get in on that, get a twin shirt, and donate to his favorite charity. So, also, if you have the North mobile app, show that to our promotions people at the merch booth, and you'll get a $5 t-shirt. So... Alright, accountability session. Real quick, my thanks again to Luis Arise for putting
2: up with my idiocy and our Arise off that you can find at Score North, all our various social media platforms, I'm sure it's up there. He was really good, dude. Like he's got comic he, he's got comic timing. Like there is yeah. a language barrier there, but Comedy is an international
0: language, and he gets it. He, like, knew, he knew when to jump in at the end yep. and, like, he knew. put the last little little. And even at on the it.
2: beginning, when I'm saying, can I say Luis is better than Luis Araiz, he's sitting there
0: shaking his head, yeah. like, no, <laughs> I got this, dude. I got this. He was awesome, so you, thanks again to him. You can find the Rami and Luis Araiz off on our, well, our Twitter account's the best place to find it, just uh, at Score North, just go scroll down to sometime yesterday. All right, let's go through some of the carnage here. We'll start with Jonathan back in studio. You, Jonathan, said last Friday the Twins will hit six home runs over the weekend, six home runs by Monday.
1: Yeah.
0: And you were wrong. Mm. They only hit, I believe, three or four. Yeah, was like Four. Yeah. <laughs> they won all the games. Yeah. You just did yeah. it in different ways. You also said that Vedvik would kick and make at least two field goals in the Viking second preseason game on mm. Sunday night. That didn't happen. Mm. I believe you made an extra point, though. Yeah. So so you got that going for you. That doesn't help one bit. But you did recover to say the Twins would win four of their next six games. Now, I need a ruling because I was gone for last Friday's show. Did Jonathan say they would win four of their next six games specifically? Or did he say they would win at least four of their next six games?
4: They they won I five, said specifically four of six. Yeah, you six. said
2: four of their next six. but I asked him. I asked him for that clarification. He said
0: exactly four of six. Well, well actually, so fr- let's go through it. Friday, Friday Saturday, Saturday, Saturday Sunday, Sunday. You're right. It was exactly four of six because they took one yep. of three from the White Sox. Yep. I think that's a home run. Nailed it.
2: Yeah. Let's give a it to him. I'm going to give him a home run on that. I'll
0: it's I'll a home it's run prediction percentage.
2: for Jonathan. Congrats, Jonathan. Round the bases. Tip your cap, sir. Oh, I'm Enjoy am while all lasts.
1: I'm enjoying it. Before you pop out again.
2: All right, we had a guest Dare bat anymore? toss, though. Don't you dare bat toss. Oh, I will throw the bat's already been
1: tossed, base. Ronnie. No, he's, he's got a bat toss. You know. His <laughs> bat's already been fan. tossed. He's a soccer fan. He's doing
4: backflips and bat tosses. Celebrating. Yeah, what,
0: what would the write-that-down equivalent of bat flipping be?
4: Oh, it'd be a backflip.
0: A backflip? <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's let's get to Judd here. (laughs) No, it's a a pencil. It's a pencil. (laughs) That's all it is. Because Judd predicted that Byron Buxton and Nelson Cruz would both be out until at least September. Whoops. Mm. Cruz is back. Already had like nine doubles in one game.
1: I came back then and said Buxton. Yeah, well, we'll, see, we'll see about so that So I one. got the one wrong, and I, I'm trying to get the second one right.
0: You also said the Twins would send Miguel Sano to Rochester at some point this season, and it has become now essentially mathematically like impossible. they would just never do that with yep. a month before September call-ups. So that's wrong. Agreed. And we're going to give you uh, this point here. You made this prediction. This is one of the older ones on the books. <laughs> Five years ago. <laughs> you made this one, I think, two years ago. Okay. You said Tom Brady will play in the NFL through at least 2019. Okay. And unless he tears an ACL, when did you make that prediction? Like two years ago. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. So we're going to give that one to you. Well uh, what I get now if he suffers an injury like a Teddy Bridgewater thing happens and he doesn't Jeez. play in 2019? I don't think we can give you this. I
1: just need him to play a game, right? Yes. So if, if he starts, if he starts week one and his knee bursts open at midfield, I still get the points. You're good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good that's Lord. all. I, I don't wow. care. I don't care about him. Did you see Press that hat it, yesterday? Judd. That hat yesterday, man. That was ugly. Yeah, what was looking like fedora? It was not. You know what? Cam looks good. Tom looks like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously.
2: Cam's got the style. But, I mean, if you're Tom Brady, you don't care right. what Judd thinks, but maybe you should. I don't I would just try new <laughs> things, dude. What's going to happen?
1: Okay, what I do got I get? 5 Super Bowl rings. I got Giselle at home. I'm a gazillionaire. You think you Giselle you think Giselle like that though. I don't care I, I think Giselle's like I'm going to go hang You with don't Matt think Dan she's the one that picked
4: it out? Yeah, she probably
0: picked it out. Well, if she did. It's she a very high-fashion type of hat. If yeah. she did, I'm questioning her taste. Uh, what do I get for this? Oh, you, you get... Uh, I think I gave you a double on that one. Okay. A good, solid double. Because like, he'd already played for 20 years. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, all right. I, let's see here. I had nothing come off the board. Rami and Manny had nothing come off the board. Kind of a boring week for us. Uh, B- Brendan, our overnight producer, had a wrestling prediction that was correct. He said, Sasha Banks will return to the WWE... For the Raw after SummerSlam and attack somebody. That happened? And that exact thing happened last so he saw. So he read a preview script? What do you mean a preview script? What are you insinuating?
1: I'm insinuating that wrestling is not only fake, but it's completely scripted and the script wow. is done early. Yeah. Well, yeah. So let, me, let me take a wow. steel chair to your back with, and see what happens. Yeah, let me, see someone sounds upset
4: is. with uh, people saying hockey is random.
0: Oh, that's a good point. That's a good. I didn't think of it that way. I like that. What's more true: <laughs> that hockey is random or wrestling is fake? 651. Six, yes. six, is this an either or? Can't it be both? Yeah. Can't the answer be yes? The answer yeah, could the be answer I yes. want to talk Trump, Yes. All right. Two listener predictions. You can always send in your predictions. On social media, just tweet us at Score North or at Phil Mackey, and uh, and we can we can sort those out. You can also tweet at Jay Zolgat, at Rami is tweeting. Boyd sent this aggressive prediction in last week. Max Kepler will hit fifty two or more home runs this season. I mean, he'd have to get pretty hot in September. But how many does he have now? Thirty four. Yeah, I think it's a thirty four. It would be an yeah, it'd be an incredible. It's doable, but it's going to be tough. And Will S. emailed in a Gophers football prediction, and said Rashad Bateman will lead the Gophers in receiving yards this year. So send your predictions in at Score North and at Phil Mackey. Let's, uh, let's start with Judd as usual, and we'll go around the room. Judd, Jonathan, back in studio, Manny, Rami, me. All All right? Right.
1: You can write this down. In fact, I will back up my earlier talk and say the Twins will, and they better sweep the Tigers this weekend. They will get a sweep of Detroit this weekend at Target Field. Mm-hmm. All right, write that
4: down. All right, my turn. Yes. All right. The tw- uh, I'll go. Dwight Howard here. Dwight Howard will get cut or traded by the Lakers by the end of the season.
0: <laughs> okay. Did he officially sign with yes. the yeah, Lakers? According to today, what you yeah, just no.
4: signed a couple oh, about an hour ago.
0: I love how that whole thing came full circle in five right. years. Kobe's gone, so he has no problem going back
4: there. It was so exciting <laughs> back then. Write that down. I don't have
1: a pencil. Well, remember that then.
0: Manny Hill. The Twins will sweep the Tigers this weekend, and they'll win each game by at least three runs. Wow.
1: So and if they don't,
3: they, they better. I'm, I'm with Judd on this. They better sweep the damn Tigers this weekend.
2: All right. Rami Makloff. The Twins will hit at least nine home runs in
0: this weekend series against the Detroit Tigers. Ooh. Wow. Three a game. Ooh. I feel like I have to one-up these Tigers-Twins predictions now.
1: Twins will win every game by 21 runs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, I'm going to go with this one. Write this down. The Twins will sweep the Tigers over the next two weeks. The Twins will win all seven games against oh, the Tigers Wow! over the Good. next two weeks. Wow, even okay. though it's the
2: Tigers, if you get that, that's a home run.
0: All right, I think right. that's it down, a home run like that. That's down. super aggressive. They will sweep the Tigers over the next two weeks, all right. and they will essentially clinch the division all right. if they do that. All right, back to Judd Zilged.
1: The... Vikings starters will almost certainly play the entire first half, if not a little more, in tomorrow afternoon's exhibition game against the Cardinals. Stephon Diggs will catch his first preseason touchdown pass in that game against Arizona. Okay. So Stephon Diggs, who has uh, yet to catch a touchdown pass in the preseason, playing the entire first half with Kirk Cousins, will catch a touchdown pass, his first, in the preseason. Jonathan? Write that down.
4: The Twins will sweep the Tigers this weekend and hit at least eight home runs while doing so.
0: (laughs) Let's just keep one-upping the Twins-Tigers yeah. for this, yeah. The Tigers will, will Judge fold for Sunday's clear. game.
1: They will, the franchise will be folded. The
0: Twins will no-hit the Tigers three times. this week <laughs> <While hitting 21 laughs> The Tigers will fold as a franchise. <laughs> and Gertie will drink beer. He'll
1: be the Twins' third base coach.
0: All right, back to Manny Hill. Uh, Kyler Murray will throw two touchdown passes tomorrow. What, what's happening in that game? Who, who are they playing? The Vikings. the Vikings. Oh. oh duh. <laughs> Further proof that the care, pre-season, I preseason football yeah. means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll be living the claw life. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Write it down. You like writing things down. Back
0: to Rami. Uh,
2: I will say the the Twins are going to sweep the Tigers. I know I say you shouldn't expect a sweep in the first hour, but I'm going to go ahead and predict that the Twins <laughs> sweep the Tigers this weekend. And well, I feel like you have to
0: add something to
4: it. That's a out- rule now, isn't
2: it? And outscore them by... What's, somebody did this already. What number did they put on it? Outscore them by how many well, runs?
0: John- Jonathan, uh, well, Manny said they'll win each game by at least three runs. Okay. Um they will outscore them
2: total in the series by 12 runs and sweep. 12, exactly? 12 or more runs
0: and sweep. <laughs> okay, I just want <laughs> to give you the out there. That <laughs> yeah. the old Judd thing. Yep.
3: I don't have a You wouldn't want to see a
0: great weekend out. go by and, and <laughs> right. you whiff on it. <laughs> exactly. All right, speaking of claw life, I'm comfortable. This is a this is a Judd prediction, and I'm comfortable with because there's nowhere he can go to, like, muffle his ears. Yeah. Write this down. Judd Zolgad, Zulgra- uh, take a sip of at least one white claw between now and in the end of 2019. Judd will. Judd will. You were will, going to say before the end of the state fair. You're going to give it the whole year. Huh? I want
1: one. No, no, I'm not going to take us. No. Is that claw? <laughs> She's living the claw?
0: There you go. Yeah. She's living the claw life, trying to tempt me. It'll be top of mind for him throughout the fair, so he'll avoid it during the fair. Okay. But there's going to be a moment of weakness at some point in like November. Where Judd maybe be looking to curious? lose a couple pounds after this Thanksgiving. Is, this is Judd on on the honor system. He's going to
2: have to yeah. come to us because it probably won't happen in any of our presence. Self report. He's going to have to come to us and self
1: report. Okay. Then he's living that claw life. Do you want college? I'm going to cheat. He's going to have to come to <laughs> us and say, guys,
2: I wrapped my jaws around some claws. I did it. I did it, and I for, liked it.
1: Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. <laughs> <laughs> when was your last confession a long time ago. What are your sins? I wrapped my jaws around some claws, Father.
4: No! <laughs> no, not the claw.
1: All right, back to Judd. All right, my last one for Write This Down this week will be foreshadowing and a little bit of foreboding. Sean Mannion will start at least one game for the Vikings this season, Ooh. regular season. Ooh, Sean Thanks. Mannion will have to start, I guess have to is the key word here, <laughs> will start at least one game for the Vikings this season.
0: Wow.
4: Interesting. I mean, that could be the Vikings could be 13 and 2 and just say,
0: hey, Kirk Cousins,
4: just sit this one
0: out because we got the division wrapped up.
1: I didn't think of it that way, but that is the positive (laughs) way to think
0: of it, Manny. Thank you. That would count if that happened. Uh, Jonathan
4: Harrison. All right, my last one is Minnesota United defender Ike Oparo will win the 2019 MLS Defender of the Year award.
0: Okay. Is, is he, uh, like, what kind of a prediction would this be? Would this be a double?
4: He's it, been being talked about for the past couple weeks as one of the front runners for it just because of the season he's having and the season the de- Loons defense is having.
0: Okay. Manny Hill. My final write-that-down prediction, the St. Saint Paul Saints will win the American Association Championship. Ooh. Um, is there a dumb question? Is it just who has the better record or is there some sort of there, a... There's a playoff. Okay. It? Yeah. Okay.
2: So... All right, back to Rami. By the end of the state fair, I will have at least one pair of shorts or jeans that no longer fit. (laughs) (laughs) At least one.
0: I like your odds. So I I, have the same uh, problem. We need. We're going to need some self-reporting and a ruling. Oh, for sure. I mean, like, let's say you put the jeans on and a button pops off at work that counts right yeah. yes those no longer fit
2: anything that doesn't like close it, like all my all my pants and shorts they they button pretty easily at this yeah. point anything that i got to struggle with that i got to suck in to get the button secured and fastened i think that that qualifies as not fitting Okay. Does that mean you're not going to eat that salad that you brought today? Because that's not going to help you gain weight and make, make you not fit your clothes. I'm not going to try to make this happen. I'm going to try to not. This is one of the predictions I'm going to try to make not happen, but it's inevitable. <laughs> it's this is a losing battle. Are you
1: going to wash your clothes? <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I mean, I'll, are, I'll are, do are you laundry? purposely not go, not going to wash jeans and shorts? No, no, I'll do laundry over the weekend. Because if you wash your jeans, you might. Meet this by
0: like Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Meet your maker. Fifty-inch uh, jeans for Rami. I was a forty-eight at one point. Yeah. All right. Final That's prediction: right, a forty-eight of the week. That
1: was impressive. Write this down.
0: <laughs> Write this down. The twins. The twins will beat. I think. I don't think I predicted this, but I, the twins will beat the Yankees in a playoff series this year. Hmm. And if I'm just going to look, I, I feel like I may have predicted that already, so I'm going to add something to it if I already have. They spice it up. But the Twins will beat the Yankees in a playoff series this year. I have not predicted that. So it could be They will LDS, exercise, it could be a- ALCS, it could yep. be any of those. Just like any playoff. Exercise those demons. All right. All right, so that's it. Write right. that down, predictions for the week. Real quick, we do have some
2: good Twins news real quick before we go to the break. Eddie Rosario uh, had an MRI, came back clean He's not in the lineup tonight, but uh, is in warm-ups and batting practice and listed as available for
0: the team in tonight's game. So that's good news. Day-to-day. All right. All right. Minnesota State Fair. It's Mackie and Jub with Rami on the all-new Score North and the Score North mobile app. By the way, our schedule's pretty easy. It's the Score North Twin Show at noon every single day. Purple Daily from 2 to 4. Mackie and Jub with Rami from 4 to 6. And you can find us just off Chamber Street here at the fair on the left edge of the grandstand diagonal from Sweet Martha's Cookies at least one of the three massive booths here still no free cookies still like like, we, no free cookies I feel like we've, we've thrown the schedule off there Oh, we have. Like, well, they they, they, they came used to over bring in, them in the morning. morning. Yes. So Judd and I used to do a show starting at 9 o'clock in the morning, and they would always come over in the morning and then keep the, the train I mean, moving on. I can do the show in the morning if it means free cookies. Let's start at 9 on Monday and see what happens. And then we'll just run it back in the
2: afternoon. If you yeah. do
1: that, your pants, none of your pants will fit by Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Like none. I'm not I'm not saying one pair won't fit. You'll have to go buy new pants. Are you, are you a sweet tooth guy?
2: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. I need chocolate every day of my life. Do you eat chocolate every day? I eat chocolate pretty much every day of my life. Wow. Now, like the last six, seven weeks, I've been trying to avoid sugar. So I found, like, lower sugar or sugarless alternatives that include chocolate, like a protein bar or some kind of healthy cereal. Like a protein bar has a ton of sugar
0: in it, though. Not, the, well. if
2: you get, not if you get the right one. Like a Kind bar has, like, nine grams of sugar in it, which isn't
0: that bad at all. Okay. I feel like protein been, bars have become like, oh, I, it's like chocolate peanut butter blast. Right. It would be like a healthy thing that I could eat. No, it's not. No. A literally. lot of them are not. But the <laughs> Kind Bar is like nine grams of sugar, and it's good. In, in fact, is it the most genius rebranding move in American food yeah. history? that We've Just called candy of, bars protein right. bars. Yeah. yeah Instead of it being a Snickers, it's just... It's like your it's your whey protein <laughs> right, mix. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: what's wrong with that? I think it's, it's great.
0: <laughs> yeah, but have you you got into a couple of Sweet Martha's cookies? Oh yeah, enough to say yay or nay on them? Oh, they're good. Okay, they're good.
2: It's, <laughs> I mean, a, a warm chocolate chip cookie is it's hard to mess up.
1: Are like you saying are you saying they can't screw it up?
2: It's it's hard. I'm not saying they can't. I'm saying it's really hard to screw Fair up enough. a warm chocolate chip cookie. Fair enough. But I was over there watching that operation. I went to get a cup of coffee. It's remarkable. It's amazing. They have the tallest girl on the staff walking around replacing the buckets. Whenever somebody grabs a bucket off the hook above their head to fill with cookies, she comes around like clockwork, and she's the tallest one on the staff. I'm assuming she got that job for a reason and just puts another bucket on the hook. It's
1: amazing. I'm not joking. That thing is clockwork over there. The Sweet Martha's operation from a business perspective might be the most efficient, and it's short term, I get that, but it might be the most efficient business model for what they need yeah. to what you're saying. And
2: yeah. the dude who was, who was ringing me up or whatever, he, his his cookie tray in front of him ran empty, and he just hollered out, Cookies! And somebody came by with another huge tray of cookies. It was a like
0: cookie monster. Dumped it in front of cookies. him. Cookies! I have a list for you guys if you want. This is from last year's Minnesota State Fair. The top five revenue-generating food booths Okay, and how much revenue they generate. All right. All right. And I'm going to make you guys guess some of these these figures, okay? So number five, counting down from five to one, was the French Fries booth. Just quite simply, it's sure. literally the that French today. Fries yeah. booth. fresh French fries. Yeah, and they just serve you mm-hmm. buckets of French fries. I'm a sucker. How much mm-hmm. money would you guess the French Fries booth pulled in last year? You're not going to give us multiple choice? You just want us to guess? Sure. Uh, well, I want... How would I... I, I want to see where you're at first. So you guess, and then maybe for the next ones, I'll give you multiple choice.
2: French fry booth. I'm going to say you're on a dollar amount. That's what yeah. we're looking for a mil million and a half dollars.
1: Uh, if it's number five, a million. Yeah,
0: a million. Judge okay. right. It's a million. All right. Okay. So now you've got you've got a baseline. All here, okay? right. Okay. Cool. So <laughs> it's no a heck he, of a baseline. Though. I'll make you guess the number one here because you're going to be in the ballpark now. Uh, number four, the corn roast booth. Generated $1.04 million last year. Okay. Up from 822000 in 2017. I like what a good ear
2: of corn. I've been to plenty of state fairs, mostly the Wisconsin state fair, but I've, been to, I've attended the state fair plenty. I don't know. I never go to the corn stand. Like I feel like that's something I can, I can easily get or make on my own. I don't know. I'm not going to go and spend good money on an ear of corn. It doesn't seem that special to
0: me. I don't know about you guys. Fair right. enough. You're saying you can't just find a foot-long Pronto pup no, at the grocery store? No, that's unique to Jonathan the unique to. Jonathan probably State knows Fair. five grocery stores that sell
4: them. Yeah, if you want the hookup, just let me know. We'll do. Do. we'll do.
1: will do. First a, one's free. No.
4: <laughs> First corn dog's free, but after that okay. kid, it's going to cost you. It goes number up th- everyone, every more, everyone you want.
0: The number three generating food stand from last year's State Fair was the Midwest Dairy Association booth. $1.08 million. Is that that all-you-can-drink milk stand? So apparently that's it's two locations, the Dairy Goodness Bar and the all-you-can-drink milk are sort of combined into one number there. Yes. I don't, I
1: don't I've have... got lactose problems, so I can't be going there. Yeah, they had a milk house at the Wisconsin
2: State Fair, too, and I never... First of all, I'm just not a big milk guy, but milk
0: in the, in the middle of August? I mean, it was a joke in the Anchorman yeah. movie. It just sounds like a bad idea. But the weirdest thing about the Wisconsin State Fair is they just make all of the visitors put their head under a cow exactly, and they just yeah, spray right. you down. Yep. Yeah, you just pay for it that way. Uh, all right, number two here. Hello, Chris Long from Channel 5. Hey, no autographs. Chris. No autographs for Chris. That's right. I Please. like the pants. By the way, the maroon pants That's, right now. Those are nice. Styling the <laughs> those pants. Those are nice. Are nice. Uh, all right, number two on the list, the trap Cheese Curd Place. Okay. Pulled in 1.3 million dollars in revenue. Okay. In now I see a lot of I see a lot of cheese curd stand
2: around the fair. Are is that the one? Is that the one that if you're going to get cheese curds, that's the one you got to go
0: to? Yeah, I think this is the big one. Okay. Yeah. And I'm, what's it called again? Uh, mouth Mouth Trap. Mouth Trap Cheese Curds. I'm yeah. curious. If, oh, it's like mouth. Gotcha. it? Yeah. All right. I'm curious if we do
1: cheese curds e- even close to Wisconsin's because my my overall experience in this state has been no. Like, Wisconsin's got it down to a science, and we're, we're in a distant second place. So I'm curious if the best when place I, here comes close to what you experienced in Wisconsin.
2: At the Target Field Food Tour, and I came here skeptical. I was like, come on, you're going you're right. to give me cheese curds? I'm from, I came from Wisconsin. You're not going to give me cheese curds. Best cheese curds I've ever had. Oh. At the Target Field really? Food Tour. Really? Yes. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. What
0: made them better than Wisconsin cheese curds? The
2: batter was, like, light and crispy it wasn't like it wasn't like chewy it wasn't it wasn't like a thick chewy batter it was light crispy batter yeah. good cheese it was like stringy you bite you bite into it in like a oh. string of cheese oh yeah. so it keep was really really yeah, good. Keep,
0: really, keep really really good. yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: that's great keep up the music <laughs> yeah great all right and the number one shouldn't be shocking the number one revenue generating food stand from last year's Minnesota state fair the sweet martha's cookie locations okay how much would you Guys, guess. Give me number, can you give me the dollar amount for number two again? I don't remember what you uh, said. $1.3 million.
1: Okay, but there's three, correct? You mm-hmm. said three Sweet Marthas, and I think they exceed. So, so the gap between uh, two and five is actually closer than and, I thought. Two
0: and five are all between one and $1. $1.3 million. So
1: that's not that huge. I'm going to go up top. I'm going to say Sweet Marthas with three locations, and the line's always enormous, uh, generates $3 million.
2: So I was going to go two and a half.
0: $4.7 million. Dollars. How about that? What? So when you say five minutes ago, how hard can it be to screw up warm chocolate chip cookies? I mean, they're obviously they're doing not, something very right. They're not screwing them up. No. But they're definitely doing something right to make $4.7 million off chocolate chip Think cookies. Think about that gap. It's amazing.
1: That gap between one and two is enormous.
0: Yeah. The other thing, too, is like they give you the bucket, but there's always like 15 cookies on top that you have to eat before you can even close the bucket. Right. So you can't even get a bucket to bring home unless you're willing to eat 15 off the top. If you're willing. You're either in or you're not. If you're willing. (laughs) Rami will help.
1: You know what? Rami will stand by uh, by the stand and eat your 15. If
2: anybody here at the State Fair has trouble closing their cookie bucket, I can help. Just so so (laughs) we're clear. You should start a side business (laughs) next to Sweet Martha's Cookies. Give me five bucks. To eat your excess cookies so you can close the bucket. Hey,
1: kid, you need some help eating those coo- <laughs> that
0: bucket of cookies? Amazing. So, all right, Is this
2: the
1: only place where you can
2: get Sweet Martha's? Do they have, like, locations in I think the they, city?
0: Don't they sell them, like, you can, like, buy them frozen? Not, not to that quality, but I'm fairly certain they have some sort of a frozen version Do of they? Sweet Martha's, but I maybe I'm wrong on that. Huh. I um. do.
1: I do know. I, I heard a few years back that I believe if you are on the lower end of the spectrum that you were just talking about here, food stand wise, I think they can take your license away too. Oh, that, yeah. Oh, it's so it's, like if it's, you're relegation. So like it's, if you're not it's, yeah. doing oh, so well, it's like soccer like relegation, like you're out. Like soccer league. Soccer league. Yeah.
0: yeah. I'm right, right? I think so. Well, I, how, well, I mean, put it this way: you don't get thirty new state fair foods right. every year if they didn't have. So like relegation. So
1: like if we if this show started a stand and, and it inevitably would fail. It wouldn't be like, oh, year two, come back and try again. They'd call you like, Phil. I'm sorry, but you and your your
0: boys are out. See, I don't know if we'd. Fa- I've always I've always thought there's been a, there's been one blind spot. Okay, they call one major blind they spot. They call Rami then. And tell Which me, is you know. we wrap everything in bacon. Uh huh. Right. We yeah. wrap we wrap shrimp in bacon. We wrap hot dogs, brats, and bacon. Right. I think you can find pretty much anything wrapped in bacon. I hear dates wrapped in bacon is good. Never had it. Do they have dates wrapped in bacon I don't here? know if they have them here, but I've heard that's good. What about
2: bacon-wrapped bacon? bacon. That's my guy, Phil McKee, huh? right there. I got a
0: better idea, Bacon-wrapped
2: bacon? Like a thick nugget of I... pork belly, which is bacon? Yeah. Wrap a thin, thin strip of bacon around it, drop it in the deep fryer. Seriously. Let's roll. I got, got it. it. Let's go.
1: Let's do this. I got it. Back to, to our, our rebranding now with chocolates and mm-hmm. being like, this is good for you. Yeah, candy bars or protein. Bacon-wrapped <laughs> salads. <laughs> Take Rami's idea, wrap it in bacon and be like this is but when you bite into the bacon you're getting a delicious piece of lettuce. Do you know how much weight you're losing? Can you deep fry salad?
0: Well, you know, deep fry a salad. We might not need this show anymore if this happens. Deep fried salad. That's when we know that we jumped the shark at the Minnesota State Fair. Oh, I did man. see a grilled we're chicken. Shock. I, shock you. I did see a grilled chicken stand advertising that they had like the
2: healthiest meal in the in the Minnesota State Fair. Like that's not what people are here for.
1: I, I, I
2: see what you're trying, and it's completely missing. Yeah. You're completely but nobody. <laughs> nobody stopped at your stand because you're like, oh, you're the healthiest here. And well, you know what? That's Next why year? I
0: came to the fair. Next year they're out. Yeah, probably. I'm guessing yeah. that they're out. Yeah, the relegation concept is real. Is very real. Um, in in a couple minutes we're gonna wrap with Royce, but. The Vikings do have a third preseason game coming up here. Here's my question to you guys. You see injuries like Cam Newton got dinged. You're seeing injuries to guys. I don't, I'm i not one to... I, I talked about this with Collar on Purple Day. I get that it's. it sounds ridiculous. Um, I think sometimes we freak out when we see a guy get hurt in a preseason game or we see a name get hurt. I would be worried about going into weeks one, two, and three and having to catch up to your peak level of performance because you didn't play enough in the preseason. I think, I think not playing players in the preseason is a recipe for your September to be a complete disaster. And so I sort of struggle with this debate about whether you should play your starters or not. I think, I definitely think starters should play in the preseason to some extent, if not to, you know, a large extent playing a full half in some of these games so that you don't look like a team that's never played together but Sean, in week
1: two. But McVay's not doing it, I, I don't believe now. Nagy, not doing it. Some pretty smart young coaches are basically... And if they would go down to two games, it's just it's the four games. It's the fact that we're still stuck in the system that we've been in for so many years, and it doesn't make sense. And you see the guys who got hurt last night, and you're thinking, why are they still playing? I will say this flat out. Kirk Cousins and that first team playing an entire half tomorrow is not necessary. I'm not taking that chance. If I'm going to play them... I can debate a series or two, but I can't play those guys. After seeing guys go down, especially Cam, but I can't play my first team for, for an entire half and then be like, if everything goes well, you're all going to be healthy for the first game. But what if it doesn't? Right. I, I've, changed, I've changed my thinking here probably entirely, but I do think that they've got to come around to a solution where we get down to two preseason games, not four.
2: But you can't do two preseason games and add two to the regular season. That's what owners have been proposing I, And I forever. think they're going to try that eventually. And if I'm the players... I don't going, like that either. If I'm the players, I'm going, I'm not playing in those games as it is now. You're going to make me play two more regular season yeah. games? Doesn't seem like a fair compromise. But when you talk about the trend around the NFL, Phil, being that teams really aren't playing guys in the preseason <laughs> anymore, if you're a coach, there's one of two approaches you can you can take to that trend. One is, hey, whatever, whatever rust we might have the other teams are going to have it too we're not going to be at a disadvantage when the regular season starts because nobody is playing their starters in the preseason so we're all basically starting from the same place in week one that's one approach you could take that you won't be at a disadvantage the other approach you could take if you think playing more in the preseason and shaking that rust does have you more ready for the regular season maybe you look at it and go hey, we should try and be ahead of these teams in week one and steal a couple of wins from teams that aren't hitting on all
0: cylinders yet in the first week or two. And that's what, you know, I'm not going to die on this hill, but that's sort of the notion that I'm putting out there. That if you're you're looking for a 10% edge or a way to get an extra win in a season that's only 16 games long and you can catch a team sleeping in the first three weeks because they were conservative in the preseason. I get the risk. I get it. Yeah. Because the downside is you lose Kirk Cousins, you lose Dalvin Cook, you lose Stefan Diggs, and now your team is just significantly worse for four months. The
1: problem is that those games don't really make you that sharp because you don't run your offense or defense. You're so, you're basically, I, I think Kingsbury, Kingsbury came out and essentially said that the Cardinals are not running anything that they're going to run. So if you were going to come out and, and run your offense and get sharp, but if you're going to basically say, I don't want to put anything on film, and so we're going to run what amounts to a full offense, so you're not getting sharp, and then somebody gets hurt, I feel really stupid. By the way, can somebody please answer me one question? How do you schedule a game in Winnipeg, Manitoba last night between the Packers and Raiders and get to game time basically and say, Hey, there's a big hole in the field because the yeah. goalposts for the CFL are at the front. How do you not realize this when you schedule this game? In
0: fact, when's the last time we played an NFL game in a different country or a different, just a, an exotic location compared to? the... And they were ready for it. Yeah, there's always like a sinkhole in the end zone or Remember the like field in the Mexico turf. last year you was just play a in it. mess. Yeah. Yes, it's amazing. But I don't keep, understand. Keep, keep the games in, in America is what I'm saying. How, I guess. how do you
4: how
1: do you get to game time of this game that's been on the schedule for months and months and months and be like, yeah. uh, Joe forgot
0: one thing. He had to dig up the goalpost for the CFL. I feel like there should be a new rule. If you're going to play outside of the continental, the, the 48 states, just play on field turf. Just play on field turf. I don't need. I don't need like. I think it a was field actual turf. turf. I think it was. I think it, was, Winnipeg it, was, had, it was fake turf? I think it was fake turf. They just had the big
1: holes for the goalpost, so they had to put something Even over worse. them. And then, and then they made it an
0: 80-yard field. That, that's the amazing part. Oh, I Just call it at that point. I love it. We're not going to cancel this. You're going to play on a 62-yard field. Yes. Uh, and uh, there's a kind of a, a, a slanted corner of one of the... It's ridiculous. Let's wrap with Royce when we come back. Royce, uh, we can confirm, did not come out to the state fair for day two. <laughs> We're, uh, we're trying to get him out here, but he vowed that last year was the end of his State Fair run, that he has retired from the Minnesota State Fair. I respect that. Run. I can so. respect that. But before we wrap with Royce here, Mackie and Jeff with Rami live from the fair, let's talk about the annual national clearance event happening on the corner of 694 and Brooklyn Boulevard, Luther Brookdale Toyota and LutherBrookdaleToyota.com. Um, you can get into a brand-new 2019 Highlander, 0% financing for 60 months or a $2,500 rebate. You can get into a brand new 2019 Rav Four Four Wheel Drive, which is my vehicle of choice right now, for 219 dollars a month, just 26.99 down. And uh, how about a 2020 Corolla? The, the 20 Corollas are already out here as fall approaches. 189 a month, 19.99 down. Go in to the corner of 694 and Brooklyn Boulevard. People that my family and I have been uh, tight with for a number of years, thirty plus years have uh, been going to the same location, and uh, it's about half my life I've been going there as well. Love the service, love the people, love the vehicles. It's the best combination. Again, 694 on Brooklyn Boulevard and LutherBrookdaleToyota.com. Also, we're sitting up here live at the Minnesota State Fair. We've got our 65-inch TCL 4K Roku TV. If you're a cord cutter, there's no better TV option than one with 5,000 built-in streaming channels and 500,000 built-in streaming movies and TV shows, everything you could ever want inside the TV with that built-in Roku device. And you get to easily toggle back and forth if you're not a cord cutter between your cable-slash-satellite channels and your streaming channels with the easy-to-use Roku remote control. You pair the TCL TV with the TCL Alto soundbar, which is brand new, by the way, and uh, you've got yourself an amazing entertainment system inside your living room. You can go to TCLUSA.com to find out much more about these products, or I recommend just stopping into any major local retailer in the Twin Cities where you can stare at a TCL TV and compare it to some of the uh, the other competition on the wall, and you'll find better picture quality, better sound quality, especially if you put the Alto soundbar next to it, and most likely, better price, which might be the most important thing. Mackie and Jet with Rami on the all-new Score North and the Score North mobile
4: app, live from the Minnesota State Fair. 5.45 here at Score North. Time for the Score North download, and we just want to keep reminding you we are live at the Minnesota State Fair every weekday between noon and 6 p.m. through Labor Day and on Sunday mornings just off Chambers Street near the Grandstand. Come see the Score North Twin show, Purple Daily and Mackie and Judd with Rami, as well as our collection of special State Fair merchandise that includes bomb- that includes Bombas and All Arise shirts. It's Score North at the Minnesota State Fair. That's been your Score North download. Now we'll send it back out to the fair where the boys are sitting on Chamber Street, just left of the grandstand.
1: Jonathan Harrison, that's not bad. That was a good arise, not arise. bad. Arise,
4: Rami. Arise, Jonathan. Arise, arise.
0: arise. Let's just keep it going. I
4: that like, like that. fourteen minutes of <laughs> arise. Hey, you know what? So That'll be fine good. with me. That sounds like a good way to end the week. You know, I,
0: I really think we've been kicking around the idea. I, I think it'd be fun to do an arise off at the Minnesota State Fair. I'm down. Can you out arise? I don't know if we're going to be able to get him because they go on the road after the weekend. But I take, I'll out. take on all comforts. Just Rami. I'll take on all covers. I
1: mean, really good. Can you out-arise?
0: Arise. Rami. The
1: kid is good. The kid that, that we've got the son yes. from, yeah. he's really good. You, I think, are the best. The kid comes close to you. That's as close as I've heard. I mean, him.
2: especially after I got lessons from Luis Arise himself on how to say <laughs> Luis Arise. You still were uh, good before that, though.
0: A little better. Uh, though. Are you guys buying in? Do you think he's? Do you think he's more likely the next Tony Gwynn or like the next Freddie Sanchez? Well, like, just forget, like a
1: good solid. Don't don't forget Carew too. We have had Carew, Tony Gwynn. I mean, can it in. be something Carew in between? Bases.
0: Can it be something in between that? In between Carew and Gwynn? <laughs> no, in between Freddie Sanchez. <laughs> he's the next Tony, Ted and Gwynn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, what's between Gwynn and Carew? Wade Boggs. He's yeah. next Wade Boggs. I think he's legit. Don't do you, guys? Yeah, I think he's legit because. There's n-
1: nothing fluky about his approach. In fact, you know what? We can ask that question of Patrick Royce, who we now wrap with. Patrick, Luis yes, Arise, at the ball you, yard. What's up? Oh, you're at the ball yard. Okay. Do you buy that Arise is is legit enough that, that these conversations about Gwyn and Carew make sense in when we talk about Luis? Um, no, I mean it's
3: not. You're not comparing. You know, it, it irritates me that people say, "Ah, you're comparing them to Carew and Gwyn. No, you're. Saying the swing is what reminds you sure. of Ruin, Gwynn. Uh, nobody's uh, nobody's saying that look out, he's gonna get uh seven or what uh, how many Tony have? Eight? Fifteen batting, you know, he's gonna get he's gonna get seven or eight batting champions and three thousand hits and end up in the Hall of Fame. You're just saying that the swing reminds you of Louie Arise and for his first two or three months. In the major league, he's got the same numbers, but you're not predicting that, uh, he's gonna be Tony Gwynn or Rod group It's just, it's nice to see a guy hit like that instead of go up and, uh, swing from his arse and, uh, try to hit a home run and strike out, uh, 12 times a week. That's, I, I think that, uh, that's the comparison people are seeing.
0: Pat, I've just come to appreciate, and, I, and I've, I've come a little bit full circle on this. For a long time, it was strikeouts don't matter. People make too big of a deal out of strikeouts. And then at some point, we just jumped the shark with a bunch of Chris Davises and Chris Carter-type yep. guys. And I've, I've come back around. I love it when you get guys like Luis Arraiz or Jose Altuve that just don't strike out. They go up there, and they put the ball in play
3: on a regular basis. It's, it's fun to watch. And the, the bad year... Are less likely for these guys than the Chris Davis, aren't they? I mean, the uh, you know, the, uh, you know, God loves Sano. He's done uh, great things here for two months. But if you got a runner at second base in the ninth inning with two outs, I want Louis Arise at the plate, not Miguel Sano. And uh, I think that uh, you know, whether if you're one run behind. And I think it's nice to have a mix, but instead of having all that matters is, is home runs. And, uh, you know, he's, uh, he, he's been a, uh, we were talking to Rocco today before the game about their depth and their depth has allowed them to survive a lot of annoying injuries and in some cases, a lot more than annoying injuries, but that depth would be far different depth if, uh, Louis Arise had not arrived from nowhere. That's for sure and pat i
2: i love the kid i love watching him play all these things that we're talking about here but at some point you got to think that the the league is going to make adjustments to him and there is some regression to the mean that that should be expected
3: here right well of course uh but the league is going to find him harder to adjust to than uh, a big slugger a big slugger that they uh that has big holes in his swing he's uh You know, they're, they're adjusting to him now. They're trying to do things with him and he, uh, seems to have the type of, uh, uh, a brain in his head when it comes to, uh, hitting to, uh, see what they're trying to do to him. Moves up in the box, moves around in the box. Uh, you know, he'll have a, he'll have a one for 22 here pretty soon, but, uh, that's, yeah, it's baseball Rodney had those for goodness sake so uh, it's uh, you know it's uh, it, as Phil said it's nice to see a guy who puts the ball in play and uh, finds a gap and uh, and uh, you know has a head on his shoulders and not just trying to hit at 700 feet
1: Buxton getting closer to coming back
3: Patrick Oh, I don't know. He did, he took PP today and he was on the field and Rocco was not revealing, uh, what they are, but they are going to send him out here. I think they want to get him out uh, before the, uh, the, uh, you know, the minor league seasons are over. You only have till Labor Day basically, although you can send him to a playoff team. But I would guess they're, they're not, you know, they're not the fact that he did something. I don't know. Does that mean that he's ready to come back? I I, I don't know. i I you know, knowing these guys, they aren't going to rush into anything. So.
2: Pat, earlier on the uh, on the Twins show, I I hearkened back. You remember when Bobby Cox pulled Andrew Jones off the field for not running after a fly ball? Yes. If I was if if I was Rocco Baldelli, I might pull Byron Buxton off the field if he goes after a fly ball too hard. If he leaves his feet <laughs> or runs into a wall, I'm pulling him off the field. He's benched. We need you on the field for the remainder of the season. Yeah, you know, stop I, leaving I your feet. The last,
3: I thought the last one was very minor contact that any player would have tried to make that play. It's not like he put his head down and ran with his face into the wall like he was doing. He just managed to, you know, catch one of those abutments that they have on these. It is amazing how we have outfield, uh, you know, we worry about protecting our players. And then we got screens out there that they can run into. Or abutments they can run into. And concrete they can run into. It's incredible. Hey, we shouldn't sign off without me telling you how truly horrible these white uniforms are. And by the way, this whole... Players Weekend, the players, I talked to a couple of down there, had zero input in this, zero. These uniforms are being handed to them, dictated to them by management. Players Weekend is a bunch of crap. The wait, players so wait, had so, nothing so I, to do with
0: it. I know he's on the, the injured list, but so you're saying that Williams Astadio... Not having the nickname La Tortuga on the back of his jersey was not his choice. It was it was the organization's choice.
3: No, no. I'm saying the uniform's choice selection, okay. all white and all black, had nothing to do with the players. If it's players weekend, why don't you go to each team and say, we want you to have a different, we want you to have a color rush uniform. What would you like it to be? Because it's going to be this weekend. They come out with these all white things, and the players basically think they're stupid. But they're down there, and they're, it's dictated to them. And obviously, they don't want the uniform makers to make. You know, they don't, baseball doesn't want to pay for thirty different varieties of uniforms. So they get you get your white, and you get your black, and uh, that's it.
0: So. so, so you're saying if we if we if we bought you a CJ Crone jersey from Players Weekend, you're not you're not going to wear it, Pat.
3: Yeah, I'm going with black. Uh, okay, as a, as a black guy, we always go with black, uh, much more so than white. Because uh, uh, in fact, my wife bought me a white shirt that's a knit shirt that she keeps trying to get me to wear instead of my black or almost black or dark green or something yeah. like that, and I keep telling her no. First of all, you wear white. You know, it emphasizes your tubbiness and, B, your nipples show. For you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, we need black. We need green. Come on. I, yeah. not, I, nothing against you, honey. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's just to, uh, you know, to hide your uh, flaws as best as possible. Also, the
2: a- way I eat and sweat, Pat, a white shirt stands no chance surviving an entire
3: day with me That's right. don't start telling me about fair food again I'm sick of it <laughs> I saw your tweet hearing about it I was trying to listen to you guys I had to issue an apology for every radio show I did for 10 years because all the food <laughs> and fat people thought we had you know? well, I had to they... issue an apology for trying to play pregnant or not you know? <laughs> so, which we never did play because we have taste on uh, 1,500 ESPN or score
0: north. You know, Pat, if you do make your triumphant return, we promise to play that game with you live on our show, just just in case it entices you.
3: And we'll let men play it, too. <laughs> you know, sometimes right. you wonder how the fellas got that big.
0: So. All right, see you, Pat. No,
3: I'm not coming. No chance. Enjoy Players Weekend. Thanks, Greg. Right,
0: that's wrapping with Royce. <laughs> I didn't realize he was so insecure about his bottle cap nipples. <laughs> He's right. White's awful. It is. <laughs> All right, Mackie and Jed with Rami. Find us anywhere you find your favorite podcast and the Score North mobile app. That was great today. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Right now, get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton shred. Accessories like non slip grip resistance bands, a heart rate monitor, yoga blocks, and more. Take your workout to the next level with Peloton. Motivation that moves you. Hurry. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.